like to welcome everybody back to Critical Clarity, our podcast that uh, myself and my co-host put on once a week, we hope, to discuss issues that are important to all of us. My name is Jerry Lasak, and my wonderful, gorgeous co-host, Miss Nanette Smith. How you doing, man? <laughs> well, that was funny, but um, yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, I'm sad. I, I think we we need to talk about George Floyd first of all, first priority today, out of re- respect for him. It's uh, okay. Um, it was just obvious murder. The cop has his knee on his neck, saying, I can't breathe. The cop's telling him to get up and with his knee on his neck. And he's just like, I will, but I can't. And I just think that all involved need to be prosecuted and that killer needs to be in jail for life. Okay. Uh, okay. But I mean, maybe there needs to be a, a, you know, the same standard where the cop killers are up for the death penalty. I don't believe in the death penalty, but... But um, maybe, you know, cops who kill maybe should be a, a little bit more, you know, they're trusted. They're, they're trusted with our safety and maybe they should have a sharper penalty, a harsher penalty also. Okay. And I'd like to bring a special guest for our first guest ever on Critical Clarity, Mr. Joey Rizzo. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing well, Jerry. Thank you. Hi, Nan. Hi, Joe. And Joe's joining us. I, we met on Facebook uh, quite a while back, like Nan and I did a decade ago, I think. <laughs> it's been so damn long. Uh, Joey and I have a, a good time every now and then. He's a marvelous guitarist, and we, uh, we're about the same age. We tease each other with song lyrics and titles, and he's always spot on. Right, Joe? Well, uh, maybe not always, but uh, I guess most of the time. 98%, 98% of the time, unless I throw you a, a, a slider. All right, Jerry, I'll take that. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good average. <laughs> well, let's, con- let's continue on with the problem in Minnesota, uh, Nan. Yeah. Right. Well, I was just saying, wanted to talk about that first, because I think that really whites, whites have a responsibility to, to speak up now. It's up to us. And if we have a responsibility to call out loudly, I never advocate for violence or even gatherings right now because of the COVID-19, but we really have to get on social media and make sure that that this this the everybody involved goes to jail. I mean those those the others were complicit too. You know? Exactly. But the the problem of hate and racism is nothing new in this country, right, Joe? Joey? Jerry, um, I, I'm, I'm sure you've heard, I'm, I'm sure you've seen my posts in the past, and I always say the two biggest problems in America are racism and ignorance. Exactly. Bingo. Now, how do we fight that? How do we get to the root? Um, only by educating the young people. I, 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 I'm sad to say I, I think people our age, um, you know, um, are be uh, kind of beyond repair um you know it, they've already made up their minds and, uh-huh. and they're racist or not racist so but but the young people you, you know i i do have hope for them okay man would well, you agree I think we need to, yeah i agree completely of course but i think we need to come out really 
against we, we have to be loud and and come out and attack this wherever we see it even in lighter forms on social media and trump he, trump didn't create the hate but he made it okay to hate it's not okay again and we're we've got to do that by by really following through and i don't i don't know i just never give up on any anybody completely but of course joe's right it's got to start with the younger generation but unfortunately the older generation is um is teaching the younger generation yes <laughs> uh-huh. so somehow somehow we have to make sure that that everyone is seeing how bad Trump is and, and, and he made it okay to hate. So maybe by coming out against, against him and against every, every inst, even smaller incident of hate that we can, uh, we can show the younger generation that it's, uh, it's, it's not right. Joey, but and, uh, to, to let everybody else, I'll, I'll uh, back up here. Back in 1988, 89, I worked for a radio station where I had my own talk show, and I had to cover a KKK march in Lawrenceville, Georgia. And I brought my wife and sister-in-law with me to, to cover it for the radio. So we uh, we had press passes and got right on the inside of this. And the unadulterated screaming radio was just it was flattening even to me and that's after seven years in the marine corps and other expeditions it was like what in the hell is wrong with you people and it's just inbred inborn in them and i can't see how anyway we we can yank that back out uh, my opinion right well and no that's of course that's tr that's true but what i'm saying is that we have to come out against it on social media oh yeah and, and even the lesser incidents like the amy cooper incident that's the, the one that was in the park oh my that was that right. something did and, you see that, Joey? Uh, uh, you know you know I, I i just heard about it just heard about it but i but i haven't um um if i may uh, can i give my take on the uh uh george floyd incident that's why you're here brother okay great Thank you. okay Here's the thing. Um, one black man on the ground in handcuffs, four policemen, armed policemen. Okay, do you really think this guy's going to get away? <laughs> did, did, this, did this murderer have to put his knee on, on, on this guy, on George's neck? And here's the thing. George said, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Okay. Okay, aside from the murderer, okay, the other the other policemen were looking on. Here's the thing. These guys are called first responders. Uh -huh. If somebody is crying for help, saying, I can't breathe, I'm probably basically I'm probably gonna die. That is your duty to beyond what's going on. Uh, Crime-wise or anything else, your duty is to rescue that individual. Precisely, and nothing happened. Yep. Nothing happened. What a sin! What a damn sin! Exactly, and I think that's why so many of us are frustrated. And um, I, I, I've seen protests, and and um, you know, I'm. I don't believe in violent protests. I believe in nonviolent protests because once it gets violent, 
Then you have some people sneaking in and yeah. doing looting, uh, you know, basically back in the Rodney King days in L.A. Uh, but there needs to there needs to be an awareness. The last last yeah. night, Manette uh, emailed me a, uh, a, a this guy here this was leaning on his neck with his hands in his pocket, arrogantly and indignantly looking at everybody. This wasn't his first run in right now. No. No, right. they had a past. Right, exactly. So yeah. uh, I guess what I can say in some is that, thank God, now we have video. And I think that body cams should be mandatory for all police officers. It protects the good ones, too. right? Because, you know, in the past, we heard about these things. We heard accounts of these things. But you couldn't really see it. And now you could really see every detail of like what, what Joe was just saying. And so now we have an opportunity to, to really prove what's what's really going on and and to do something about it so at this point we need to just make sure that these all of them are prosecuted to the to the extent <laughs> to the maximum yeah. extent yeah we'll, we'll see what happens here let's move on okay. uh the second the second story that I, I thought made made me tremble again was the unemployment numbers 2.1 million at least uh, tried to sign for unemployment, which brings that to what forty million in ten weeks. What do you think? Where are we going to end up with that, Joey? Well, um, what we're looking at, Jerry, is one out of four individuals is unemployed now. Correct. That that is that is even worse, I believe, than you know the recession back in nineteen twenty nine, nineteen thirty. I believe so. Uh huh. Um, you know, the, the good take on it is um, the president is really responsible for all of this, although he says he's not. No, no. He no. is responsible for this. And a lot of people are awakening, uh, awakening because even Rasmussen, which is a right wing poll taker, has reported that his, you know, approval rating has gone way down. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not surprised. Uh, and I, I know you guys aren't either. But, um, you know, the, the, we're, we're living in, in, in an incredible time. I mean, yeah. worst president in the world. I, I'm sorry, worst president in my lifetime. <laughs> and, and the worst pandemic in my lifetime. At the same time. Perfect storm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect storm. Nan, what do you think? Well, I think that the, the unemployment is clearly an artifact of the real problem, oh, which is good. the uncontrolled pandemic, just like you're just like Joe is just saying. Very good. And I, so I like to keep the focus more on the pandemic than the employment unemployment numbers, because people are using the unemployment numbers to say, oh, these poor people are out of work and we have to we have to open up. And that leads us right into the next, that leads us right into the next topic. The states more, reopen. More, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's more important than people's than people's lives, and it's and it's not. The fact is, though, if we had done from the beginning what we should have done, with, well, we've talked about before. We had Trump had notice. Uh, he had notice in November 2019. By yes. December 31st, uh, China had said they've got a problem, and we should have shut down we should have quarantined any incoming then and we could have we could have had no death we could yes if we had learned from china's from what was going on in in china 
Murder. But all, all that aside, there's another, uh, you know, another fact that came out we talked about last week is that if we had shut down two weeks earlier, there were 54,000 fewer people would be dead now and, and, and counting. And, but I want to go on from there to say that if at the beginning of the shutdown on March 19th, we had just done it right, done a real shutdown, uh-huh. okay, we would have been, if, if we did a full on shutdown, we could have been open in one month, like by mid-April, we could have had, we could have containment, and and it, more importantly, saving saving thousands, well, you know, tens of thousands yes. of lives, yes. because at at uh, on April first, at the two week point after the shutdown, we had only thirty seven hundred forty six deaths, which is which is sad, but uh, again, that's that's due to Trump again, but. Um, and we might have had a second wave after that, but by April 14th, there were 20, 23,669. Would have at least stopped there, and it would have been less than that, too, if we'd had a full shutdown. Incredible. And that's that's difficult. Uh, you know, we get that that's difficult, but maybe it's not so difficult, and this is what I've been calling for, and I just um, I keep asking for help on this. And we could have all stores open if they would simultaneously test all of their employees twice 14 days apart and then do pickup only pickup or delivery only and i'm sorry for the i'm sorry for those you know businesses that can't but um mm-hmm. they can't do pickup only the hair salons and everything else they have unemployment they're making more on unemployment than they are a lot of them and and i think that's great well that is a reflection on the fact that too many people are not making a living wage that's what that is a reflection on but yep. anyway i'm all for helping out anybody who who cannot work in that manner but to me it's inexcusable that that we're just continuing to open up stores and we're continuing to have deaths. So in our, our a hall of shame for, for today, for this week, uh, here, <laughs> here we had um, just locally, we had an Amazon employee die and two at the Whole Foods. And it, it's, and yet, yet we're continuing to open. They're going to start doing restaurant service. So even worse, also in the hall of shame, is DoorDash. I have to call them out. I was all supporting all the delivery services. But now they're raising their rates. They're raising their rates now, supposedly to help peop- encourage people to eat in the restaurants. That's crazy. Uh, to me, it, it's veiled gouging. But, okay, let's just take them at their word. <laughs> Let's just say, okay, they're really just trying to help out the restaurants. I'm not going to use. I actually wasn't using DoorDash. I was using using a couple of the others, but but I'm sure not going to now because when you think about it, people saying, "Oh, we have to get people back to work," and the unemployment is so sad, and we're helping them. They're forcing people to go back to work where they're risking their lives. Yes, and a lot of these people have. A lot of these people are not going not not wanting to go back to work and especially if they've got at-risk people in their families at home and then they're they're losing their unemployment and as well as permanently losing their jobs the deck is stacked against them why would you risk your life to flip a hamburger right exactly but i mean but it's up to the it's up to the government it's up to the 
well, it's really up, should be up to the federal government. Should, this should be a yeah, federal yeah. issue. It shouldn't be up to the governors, but then it's up to the governors, fine. So what I'm, I'm asking for help on is, is writing, writing to all government officials, newspapers, or whatever, to, um, to get the word out. And I'm just, I'm only one person. I just don't see anybody else doing it. But so, so please help and just say, we have this plan. And even though we're late now, I have this plan that is, that will save tens of thousands of lives at the very least. Okay. So, and this is, we have to test all, any store that's open has to test all employees 100% simultaneously two weeks apart, twice two weeks apart. And at the same time, they have to go on pickup only. And the other thing that we need to do that's being omitted is, is the incoming quarantines. So California, I'm sorry to say, I'm usually very proud of California being the leader, but, but we're not in this case. We are not quarantining anybody coming in internationally and we have there are 13 there are 13 other states that are quarantining uh, both internationally and interstate because of yeah, the states yeah. that are not cooperating and we need to we, we all need to step up and do that if the, if the other states are not going to cooperate then then we have to quarantine every, anyone coming in from there but please i'm i'm on my usual soapbox please help Help me, you know, write to write to all the government officials or new newspapers or anywhere you can to get this message across. I find that I've been blocked by the people on nextdoor.com that I was having arguments on this with. I was just proposing this idea, but there are some that were really bad. Um, uh, they're, they're really angry. And on that, another hall of shamer is our uh, local Orange County health officer, a doctor, has received death threats for mandating the wearing of face masks. That brings, the way, published, that, that brings us right into Memorial Day holiday. And, yeah. they, and, they published, and they publicized her home address. Right, right. And the people who were in these swimming pools, Joe, if you're, I'm sure you saw that, swimming with, with 30, 40 people, no masks, party down, <laughs> let's, let's boogie. And right. tell me in two weeks that we're not going to be inundated by these people that will be sick. What do you think about that, Joey? Oh, absolutely horrific. Um, and I think Nan was right on point. Uh, and I'm going to say one word that she meant testing. What is the problem with testing everyone in the country right now? They don't have it. They, yeah. They don't have, and the tests are inaccurate they- even. Then, yeah. then we don't open up until we do. But let me right. tell you right here, we have tests going to waste. We have many tests going to waste. They, they're sitting there. They're not being used. Now, I'm in Southern California, the LA area, right? And they're, they're advertised. There are plenty of tests. If you want to have a test, you can go get a test. You don't have to have any symptoms or anything. Really? That's another thing. If you're, yes, really. And, if, and they're, being, they're also being wasted because when you just have somebody come in and they're tested on that day just by themselves, yeah. then they, um, they could have it the next day. Right. It, it, it's not just it has to be simultaneous testing of everybody in a contained area. So like within a grocery store, 
it was it within a grocery store uh-huh. you, you test everybody in at least in that store so you can do it store by store and stay closed down until you can test them okay and That's... then once and then you don't you don't open up until either we get a vaccine and and there are there is encouraging news there but uh, or or the or the new cases go down to zero okay so it can be done we can stop this we can stop this but please i'm begging for people to help write to all your all officials i mean national state city their town halls going on please please help out to to support this idea of of 100 you know if if you're not testing you can't be open in order to open you've got to test test 100 simultaneous twice two weeks apart we're going to move on. Uh, next item, Joey, is the Twitter finally did a fact check on Bozo the Clown there in, in the Oval <laughs> Office. What are your thoughts on that? Finally. Yeah. And, and I heard they did another one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I hope it, it becomes a habit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, 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 think, um, I, I think we're going to have a problem with Zuckerberg from Facebook. Um, you know, because he's a he's a friend of, of Donald. Yeah. So um, I don't know that he's going to quite go along with 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 Twitter. Uh, and I'm not on Twitter, but um, me neither. Yeah. But, you know, obviously, I respect, you know, freedom of speech. Um, but oh, go ahead now. I'm sorry. I just I you know. I'm. I have heard people say that Zuckerberg is a friend of Trump, but that that was not my impression. Um, you know, working working up in Silicon Valley, actually, I worked across the street from Facebook for the last four years, and yeah. and I, I just, you know, he was doing so much in the community. I'm I'm not sure. Are, are we sure that he's he's a friend, or or is he just sort of? I I always thought it was kind of like a new media, and it was just all open loosey goosey and so things went things went wild but i think I, mark I trump and uh mark is no dummy okay no no he's a businessman first yeah, exactly and a capitalistic businessman first and foremost uh-huh. okay okay memorial day ceremony with a lard ass ambling out late to lay the wreath, which he couldn't lift up, I guess. (laughs) What a sad display of humanity. And I posted a couple things to a couple of people, man. I think I I sent it to you also about his front temporal lobe dementia. And it just, it nails him to a T. The man has mental problems. And every every item that occurs with this uh, disease is him. And there's got to be a way of getting him the hell out of the way because he, he is a, an embarrassment. He's dangerous. And then we had Joe Biden, who I love dearly, uh, doing the right thing, uh, wearing her mask, uh, being presidential, I guess. Did you see all that, Joey? I did. And, and you know, what, what Trump did was exactly what I expected. From yeah. Malignant yeah. narcissist. And that's what he. <laughs> been i mean uh jerry nan i've known this guy when i lived in new york that's right and you know this is this is not just coming out 
um, he's been known as a con artist for, for many, many years. So um, I, I really have no respect for the man, N- none whatsoever. And I um, would worry about you if that, you did. That's why you're here, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I like the ad that did you see Joe, Joe Biden's ad that came yeah. out this week? Yeah, dynamite. It, it was just perfect because he. He he just he's just playing Trump. He's not saying anything about Trump. He's just showing Trump golfing while the first responders are out there taking care of people. It was just sad. Yeah. Um. Could I add a couple? Just a a, a couple comments I wanted to say about uh, what, about the COVID nineteen again. What um, if I said wait? What if I said no? What are you gonna do? Okay. <laughs> I'll say, okay. No, okay. <laughs> We're almost out of time. So um, you got five minutes. So, Go ahead, man. Get, get okay. back on that well, soapbox, I, damn it. There were, <laughs> there were a couple of warnings that I wanted to come out. So this week, May 27th, we crossed over 100,000 Americans yeah. dead. And uh, the, the most in the world, even though China has 3.5 times I know. our population, and China had no warning. So, the, so the first yeah. country that takes these, they're, they're the one that's that's usually gets the hardest hit. And yet, and yet they, um, we beat them. They only have 80. 82,000 or something like that. But there are two important warnings that came out this week that support, again, keep staying closed. One is by Science, the AAAS magazine. That, now that's the most reputable scientific journal in, 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 in the world. And they have said that the six hours and 15 minutes is not sufficient, that the COVID-19 can live in, in the air for hours, hours. And the other thing we found, they find out, finally came out with a number. I didn't know the number before, but I always said it was the case that masks will reduce the number of virus particles that you inhale, but they don't stop it completely because the virus is smaller than the aperture in the fabric. Yeah. Well, so th- it came out this week, the masks are 50% effective. So that's, I just wanted to put those warnings out there. The, the recommendations are not enough. The openings are because, and I, I'm really disappointed in the government for opening up, but the openings just mean that they have a hospital bed for you. Yeah. Oh, for now. It doesn't mean that it's safe to go out. No, <laughs> yes. God. These, and these people that don't wear a mask are endangering every, everybody around them. And the final count will be when they go to the hospital and these nurses and doctors risk their lives to say that they're sorry asses. If it was me, uh, if I found out that you were just prancing around without a mask, I'd put you in a corner and watch you shake to death. I'm sorry, that's the jarhead in me, I guess. But you, right. you have no, you, you have no reason to live. <laughs> um, what do you? What's your final thoughts on that, Joey? Well, uh, I, I, I just want uh, Jerry probably knows that I'm a retired CPA as well as a musician. So I, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm a little bit anal. I, I do a lot of mathematical uh, uh, things and I, I kind of um, the top three uh, countries with coronavirus cases are the United States, Brazil and Russia. Yes. And amazingly, they account for close to 44% of the world's coronavirus cases. Just those three countries. And you know what they have in common? Fascist, fascist, fascist. <laughs> Bingo. United States, yep. Brazil, and Russia. 
That's what bingo. Joey, yes. it's it's been fantastic having you here. We're almost out of time. Well, I'm honored. And I, ho I hope this may become a habit for you. What do you think, man? Yes, welcome, Joe. So glad to have you. Wow. <laughs> Having that, uh, just another voice to the fire here, Joey. Great, great. I appreciate that. Okay, my best to everybody. And uh, yeah. we're going to wrap home. this up. Yeah, stay home. Be safe. Stay home. Stay, stay, safe. Home, stay safe. And please write to government officials. Try, try to get us to close back down until we can get 100% testing. Great, great episode, guys. Thank you very much. And All right. Ciao, everyone. Bye-bye. Love you, Nan. Love you, Jerry.